0: Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome on you the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of June 24th, 2022. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, we have Gray. Kalbunga dudes. What's yeah, up? Luna.
1: Hey, everyone, Ginky.
0: Yep, yep, yep. It's been a while since the three of us are all here again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was it
1: really? I feel like it was just 2 or 3 weeks ago.
0: No. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was about a month ago from now. Yeah. But cuz Regardless, have you guys been what you've been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Greg.
2: Uh yeah, no. I I have been jamming to a, a lot of st- I don't think anything I've been listening to would surprise too many people. Uh mostly, you know, stuff that we talked about the last time I was on. Uh Last Dance Need Bye-Bye is Fabulous! I, I've loved every second of it, and I've really had that on repeat a lot. Uh, still enjoying Pajama Party. Uh, I, I don't know what it is about that song. I, I would never admit it's a good song. You can, uh, you, you can criticize it however you want. I, that
0: is fine. It I don't, deserves I don't know, all the criticism. I don't know gets, how, how hard like you it. heard me just roll my eyes by hearing that statement right now. <laughs> I'm just saying,
2: I like it. I can't defend it, but I like it. I'm sorry. Anko uh, uh, Complex from Equals Love is still uh, on my short list of tracks I've been listening to. You know, just stuff that we've been talking about as of late. Nothing too crazy. What have you been listening to, Luna?
1: On my summer mix still, just because it's summer. So, pretty much same old, same old, except, Ken, I took your advice and added in some other songs, like Summer Haze by Atara Yo. Also added in, actually, Juju's Playback. I can't believe I didn't have that on there, and I forgot what a fun summer song it is. Added in Bonnie Pink, Catch the Sun, and A Perfect Sky. And then just, oh, and Despacito by Beverly, just because it's kind of summery and it's fun. Mm. But just... That's really it besides our MC and well, I actually did go back and listen to I Emmy mean Maria earlier because she has a new digital single out and it got me excited. And I finally started diving into Boa's new album that came out, which is more of a like self-cover album with a few new songs. And I've been enjoying that as well also was going back listen to Edu just because I really love her Palais album and that was my album of choice while I got lost in a very rural area for an hour and drove in a circle
0: <laughs> so
1: that kept me company and I realized I drove in an hour when the album repeated and I'm like uh oh I'm lost that's the same mound of hay I saw about like, about 10 minutes ago uh oh also was listening to Tequila Sunrise by Hidomi. I actually went back to her fan best, uh, and her, she had two best albums she released actually years and years ago. went back to listening to those just because they're pretty fun. And also went back to listen to some Yayoi, but more of the summery songs like Melon Soda and Blessing, Choose Me, Desui Boy, Mango featuring Minmi. Also did some Nishino Kana, Summon Girl featuring Minmi just because... You know, Minmi has some fun songs and you can't deny some good uh Kana. Also was listening to Nissi's best album again, just because I bought that beautiful, beautiful edition that's huge and has velvet and has beautiful photo books. But I absolutely am obsessed with Doshoka and Mara Kimiwashida and my prettiest girl. Did listen to some Namiye because I rewatched her final tour, but I rewatched the Nagoya Dome edition cuz I bought all five editions. <laughs> and it is a absolutely phenomenal tour. And it just makes me really miss her because she is such a phenomenal performer. And seeing songs live like Say the Word, Can You Celebrate, you just get up and just sing to those, dance to those. You know, there's just so many memories I have with her music. So yeah, that's pretty much what's been on my list. What about you, Ken?
0: Uh, so I lis- I've been listening to a little hodgepodge of things ever since listening or mentioning Mr. Green Apple. I went back to get to their Union uh, Unity EP that came out, I want to say a little while back. And I was listening to Blue Ambience featuring Sami, which is really, really good. I've been also listening to Fane's Sleep single by to none which is actually really really good just kind of drifting away with that Um, I've been also listening to Ego's apartment's self-named single Ego apartment as well it's a very interesting composition so I would have to take a couple more listens to kind of determine whether I really really like it or not the composition really hooked me though but that was was one thing of out of line there I was also listening to Chili Girls' latest release called Maybe, with the, particularly the song of uh, Naki Mishino Hoshi featuring Goodbye April, and I think it's an actually a really really good track. The whole album for Chili Girl, it, as a whole, is really solid. But you know, I I really like that. I really like Kiss and Talk. Cotton Candy is also really really good. Like just the Composition and sound production alone on Gaza Candy is just like absolutely fantastic in my point of view. I've been also listening to Trash and the Sea by uh, Milda, and you know she was collaborating with the lovely guitarist Zawa as well. Who's it's absolutely fantastic. Granted, I did spun upon it by listening to Be True first from Milda, and I, I thought that was decent. But Trash Into the Sea is a much better composition because of the guitar beats from that. But just a little bit of hodgepodge things overall. I was listening to that. I was listening to Xiao Se by Back Number, Hot Me by Shosa, like I mentioned as well. And then a couple of songs on the Orkhan and the MC as well. that it really took a shine towards me. But yeah. But unfortunately, we don't have a topic today. Um, we'll, we'll probably schedule something for the next couple weeks here and so. But next on up is going to be the Music Corner. And this week, I had the lovely chance to introduce a wonderful artist. And she goes by the name of Fui. And what's very interesting about her is... You know, we don't get a lot of... We get a handful of uh, mixed ethnicity artists here here and there on the Music Corner, but this is the first time we've met a Japanese-Chinese vocalist. And she got her start back in 2019, and she's actually a graduate of the Sony Music The Lesson system, which, you know, happened when she was about 16 or so. And what's very interesting about Foy is that she really blends styles from both of her ethnicities really really well whether it be C pop or Mandopop which really got an influence of her childhood or just you know traditional modern J pop. It's a nice blend if if you're kinda like, you know, of me as well who is of this ethnicity. It's it's very interesting to see both styles kind of be reflected in her music and you know that is the kind of rarity in the industry for the japanese side and it had a really big attraction towards fans because of that you know her um, vocals are really emotionally filled and she has such a really smooth style and this makes her an artist that you really can't miss whether it be the more urban or metal compositions of Countman or Swim Into Her Eyes with sound producer Shin Sakura or Don't Play the Love Song that was produced by Tempt of Mine. She you know, she brings that kinda nostalgic feel of late nineties and early R and B. However, she isn't really a one trick pony as she also does more folk style compositions with her songs, which that is a pink boy while i do really think she's a very strong singer songwriter herself her work really is put up to an 11 when she actually collaborates with someone and i'm pretty sure you guys heard that as well for her so i just kind of want to hear your thoughts about about her overall because she's a very interesting artist overall i think but let's start with you Gray, because i know um, when I had chose this artist, I had initially thought that this might have been a difficult artist for you to get into, but let's start what you thought about it.
2: Yeah, no, uh I wound up really liking uh Foei. I I thought her vocals were fantastic and I really liked a lot of her song compositions. Uh don't play the love song uh with her in is it T is it TMT or is it mit t Teemit. Uh, I, I thought that was a, an amazing song, and uh, I, I really liked that. Count Man was fantastic. Flashpoint Two was really good. Uh, nobody else. Uh, her, I really wound up digging all of her uh, her album, which did recently drop that dropped at the end of May. Uh, I thought that was really fantastic. Her early singles were really good too. I mean, there, there's like one track that I don't think landed, uh, but uh, it, it's not really worth talking about. Really. Uh, I wound up liking a lot of her music overall, and I I thought she was really good. It was nice. Uh, Now, I I don't have the ear that uh, my compatriot has Ken, so I wasn't able to hear that blending as much. But uh, I did think she does have a fairly unique style, and I guess you could contribute that to the blending of the, the genres that you heard. Uh, but uh, I I do think she stands out and she's really good and uh, I definitely am interested to see uh, hear more from her. I thought she was fantastic.
0: Yeah. What What about you, Luna? Because I've I've introduced you to her much sooner than Music Corner, and so I've known for a fact that you you have really liked her from certain songs that I've introduced. But going over a majority of her discography this time around, what did you think of it?
1: I mean, I honestly fell in love all over again with her just because I I would listen to one or two songs here or there. Specifically, I my favorite was Swim In Your Eyes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just how soulful her voice is, I think. And she is a great blend with her vocals. And that's always what pulls me in. And listening to her newest album, Her was just such a nice treat because nobody else is one of my favorites off that one along with count man is also fantastic. I also love don't play the love song boyfriend and uh, Basara is also really good. And just going back and just listening to all her music. I mean like boyfriend and um, bad friend was also one I greatly enjoyed and it's just amazing seeing seeing how she hasn't taken off a lot. But I've been wanting to get a full album from her. And I'm glad she finally has one. Just because all her singles were so good and intriguing up until this point. And I think hearing an album as a whole for her just added added to that mix. Because she is a soulful voice that reminds me of a combination of Edu, Jongri, and... I'm trying to think there's another artist, but it's just how her vocals blend so well.
0: I- I'm going to ask, pul- ask, do you think of Eerie when you think of her?
1: A little bit.
0: I only say that because it's, it's a recommended artist and similar artist.
1: Not really. Like I put put think it's more Eerie of a composition.
0: as, as for in, like in, in, an Apple anyway.
1: Yeah, for, like, Eerie's compositions, yeah, I can see that into soulfulness, but I don't think Foy's voice sounds anything like Eerie's. Oh, now, no, I yeah, could Eerie,
0: see- Eerie has a much more soulful, soulful and deeper voice. Yeah, And that's because of her more jazz style, so. Yes,
1: her- um, yeah, no, I agree with that. Like, and I can kind of see why she's a recommended artist for her, but I think Foy would more if you like Elle edu you would really like foy just because they do have similar vocal styles i think foy has a little bit more of a soulful one and how she blends it with the music although i absolutely love edu but they still have they have similar styles but not and that that's the thing i mean i could easily see that as a recommendation though uh, but i it was just a nice treat re-listening to her and it actually gave me a good chance to listen to her new album her which it was just phenomenal.
0: Yeah, overall, I'm, I'm glad that you guys really liked her, and you know, it, it's very interesting, like I said, you know, she she's also an artist that can speak both languages because she, she's speaking Mandarin. She, she has a, a, a... She did a release of Count Countman in, in Mandarin as well, which is very interesting that she is an artist that will do that. So, but... You know, currently she has eight, now nine, because of the Chinese release, singles, which is across all digital streaming networks and platforms, and along with one album, which we had mentioned, which is called Her, that released back in May, so be sure to check her out on our site using her official website, along with their Twitter and Instagram, which is on our site as well, and if you guys wanted just a small snippet of what you're getting into beforehand, we have the music video for *Count Man* on our site. So- on our site as well so thank you ken it was a lot of fun listening to her i'm glad you picked her
1: oh i'm, I'm so glad you picked her as well she is a ton of fun and i just I absolutely i'm so glad we got the finally got a chance to talk about foy
0: yes so because of that if you guys have noticed well it's been a while since we've we've gotten to it but we are finally at about 20 artists now for Music Corner, and around every 20 artists or so, we do a Music Corner roundup. So, be looking forward to that within the near future as we kind of re review all 20 past artists over the last about four to f- about six months now <laughs> at this point. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and hopefully, you guys are too.
1: Oh, I am. I, I'm actually very excited about this and revisiting all the artists that we've done
2: yeah I got a lot of missed so uh, I am eager to uh, check out what I've been missing
0: but yeah with that let's continue on to the oricon here and th- this was a week
1: <laughs> it was it was a pretty packed week
0: I, 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 I thought it
2: wound up being more positive than negative so I, I, yes. I will take it Yes, yes, yes.
0: But yeah, let's continue on to number ten here, and it is "Kokoro Hare Hare" by Revalve. So this is part of the idolish like series and stuff like that. And this is the Revalve unit, so it's a bunch. It's it's a it's a duo, so to speak. And I believe this no, this is like their third or fourth single together doing this. What did we think of this? Because we don't we don't usually get into Idolish because by the time its popularity boomed we already moved to the digital side, so it was very far in between when they crossed over. So let's start with you, Luna. How did you feel about Kokoro Hare Hare?
1: So I kinda have mixed feelings just because I thought it was okay. Like, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was good. It just felt like typical anime. You know, something you would expect out of a anime, you know, idol group. Something for idolish. And I'm, I actually am familiar with idolish. Um, but for me, it just felt very expected. And it's, you know what you're getting. That's the best way to put it for me. And so... I mean, I actually thought the vocals were decent. The composition was decent. It was very cutesy, but it's still, to me, that typical, this is basic, you know, automo music type of thing. Not that that's a bad thing, you know? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but that's just, you know, you know what you're getting. I
2: I wound up really liking Revalve. I, 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 I can tell by the cover that it's, you know, some sort of... I, idolish sort of thing or some sort of anime thing so uh, i i wasn't too surprised when i heard that but i i still wound up really digging it over all uh kokoro um hare bare uh I I, I I have fun with it i think it's a fun track the follow-up tracks are also really good uh, uh start rec uh I, I also really enjoyed so I really wound up liking this overall. I wound up adding it to my library. I I had a lot of fun with it. This wasn't my favorite thing that we're going to talk about this week. Uh, But it was a nice surprise overall, and I wound up really enjoying myself with it.
0: Yeah, you know, overall, I I thought it was alright as well. You know, I'm not a huge fan of Idolish, but I can see that these boys really tried their heart out to really give us something to enjoy and you know kokuro hare hare is something i thought start start record was also a fairly okay song as well but overall i i thought it was all right i've it's nothing new i've i've heard before but regardless this week it's all the lovely 6274 copies and going on up to number nine, it is retake by the lovely group of She-On. Now, this is the first time we're coming across this group. And what a major first impressions, I gotta say, by by all three of us. I think all three of us were taken aback by, by them.
1: Yes, I 100% agree with that
2: yeah no xion was fantastic and uh this was really eye-opening uh i i would love to go back and hear their other release that they've done because uh, i'm eager to hear what that sounds like but Sheon is really fantastic and i, I really think this is you know, you know when we're talking about like girl groups or girl idol groups i, th- I think this is what we're looking for, I, I, this is kind of what what I'm looking for in a girl idol group. You know, it it it's got really good vocals, really good harmonization, and you know they they still kind of fit within the formula a little bit, but they're doing their own thing at the same time, and they stand out in a really good way. Uh, and you know, we're, when you when we talk about them, like you know, it's it's going to be something positive, and you know, they're not going to get the negative attention that some of the other idol groups. Uh, that we've been kind of lackluster on lately. So Sheon uh, was fantastic, and uh, being the first time hearing them, I-, I really, really liked them, and cannot wait to hear you know whatever they come up with next. The whole retake release is really good, and it's eight tracks total. But man, it's, in, it's like a mini I,
0: album at this point. <laughs> yeah.
2: It, but it's fantastic it's really really good uh, there, there's not a bad there's not really a bad song on it really uh, but uh, I think retake wound up being my favorite just because I wasn't expecting it I wasn't expecting to like it like I saw the the girls on the cover and uh, yeah I was expecting more of what we've been talking about as of late and then when I when it started playing I was like this is nothing like what we've been talking about as of late and it's really freaking good I love it. I love it a lot. So I I thought this was wonderful. Really, really wonderful job on Retake.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. Shion took me by surprise. And I think one of the reasons I loved them so much was because of their vibe. They gave me this big 90s vibe music-wise. And... I just kind of... They stood out to me. And I didn't know what to expect with Shian and Retake. And it w- they just gave me this pleasant surprise. And like Ray said, every song was really good. And I I agree. I think the only one I, I was kind of eh on was Megumi no Hito. Because I'm so picky on how that song's done. But I thought they did a decent cover of it. Yeah. But every song was fantastic. But Retake did stand out the most. Because it was the first song on this single... And not to mention, I wasn't expecting it to be so good. But Guzen no Kakeda was also very, very good. And I am looking forward to see what they'll do next. I mean, this is just fantastic. And I'm going to go back and listening to their, the one I did last year called My Yard. Because I was so impressed with Retake that this is, Shien will be a group I'm looking out for. This is how you do it.
0: Oh yeah, no, definitely. You talk about the things that I want out of a in, an idol group. Or a girls group. Where, you know, their vocals are pushed to the fro- forefront. And with the composition helping them just a little bit. Not having it being the opposite where Where it's the composition driving everything with the vocals trying to catch up. I think... You know, Xion is a amazing group and retake really really changed my view about them because originally, you know, you do first takes on a group and the covers and you're just thinking. You're just thinking, what am I gonna expect out of, you know, five girls on a on a cover here? I was I was I ripped them off. I'm I'm <laughs> I I'm not proud that I did that, but I ripped them off as a, just a typical audio group. And I'm like, oh, Ray is probably gonna love them. And then I just listened to retake and I was blown away. I was just like, all right, this is what I'm talking about. To that point that this was the only single out of the entire Oricon that I hit the plus. And not just the song, the entire freaking mini album or single.
1: Oh yeah, no. I, I will I say one agree. thing.
2: I will say one thing. Your prediction was
0: was right. <laughs> I did <laughs> love
1: them. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, even so, like if it was going to be like cutesy regular pop, I was Im- immediately thinking, oh okay, well, this is you know just by a a typical look at them, you would think yes.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. Like I like I said, you know, I was expecting. Uh, y- you know, when I was expecting, you know. More of like what we were, t- what we've been talking about with, oh Lord, was it invest festive? Yeah. Uh, festive, festive? festive. Uh, see, I was expecting that uh, when when I saw it too. So so you're you're not alone uh, in, in the in the presumptions. I I, I had the I had the sim- I had a similar presumption. It's like man, this is gonna be more like festive. It's gonna be like high, really quick paced, ear bleeding uh because cause of just the pitch of the of the girls, like I, that's what I was expecting too and I, I was I was taken aback when I heard it. so uh, it, it's nice to get a surprise like this. you know, they don't come across they come they don't come across too often, but uh, this was uh, a great gym. and honestly, this is my track of the week, uh, really, and, and there's other stuff that we'll talk about that I really liked, but I, I think at the end of the day, this was the best thing that we we listened to all week.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm sure. But, you know, this week it sold a wonderful 7,742 copies here. And continuing on up to number eight, it would be Ichimai no Kippu by Hiroshi Takeshima. And, you know, just by one... Look at this. You will understand. If you he he's available on on Apple Music. So you 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 should be able to find him. But just one look at this cover and you'll know it's it's Inca. <laughs> However, it's it's very interesting because it's modern Inca at this point. So it doesn't really sound like traditional Inca. But what did you guys think of of this overall? Let's start with you, Luna
1: so i thought it was okay i mean i do enjoy enka every now and then actually i do enjoy it um but i was actually kind of i was glad to see it on here to be honest and i thought Ichimai no kipu was was a interesting i mean it it's not your typical enka you know he does something a little bit to change it up takashima hiroshi does and, I mean, but I also felt like it didn't quite stand out, you know? It did feel like a very forgettable track. I ended up liking Mata Aeiru, that's the third one on there, just because it stood out a little bit more than Ichimai no Kipu. But it was a, I mean, it was a really interesting track, and I'm glad it was on here, just just because I feel like we don't get to talk about enough Enka or Enka singers. Yeah, uh,
2: Ichimai no Kipu was a... It was interesting. It was definitely different, and uh, I-, I liked it. I thought it was solid. Uh, I didn't wind up hitting the plus sign on it. I-, I wasn't too taken aback by it. I don't know if I'll you know, go- be going back throughout the week and listening to this, but as it is, I thought it was really good, and uh, you know, it's definitely worth listening to and checking out because uh, Inca is just one of those things where uh, y- you know I'm glad we're kind of doing the weekly so because uh, we'll get to talk about it a bit more than what we traditionally do. And so, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to having more of these conversations. But uh, right now, uh, you know, uh, Ichimai no Kipu, it, like I said, it was it was okay. I, I wasn't crazy about it. I, I thought it just was, was pretty good overall. And uh, I, it was a decent performance by uh, Hiroshi Takashima.
0: Yeah, you know, for, for Ichimai no Kipu, is it, is it, traditional Inca or, or standard Inca? No, it, it isn't. And, you know, with Hiroshi Takashima, I don't mind that from him. However, like, you know, I've, I'm listening to a couple more Inca singers now because of Midorioka's availability via digital streaming now. And, you know, does he hold a candle to her? No. And granted because it's just two different genres at this point. Does he hold a candle to... Kyoshikawa? No, he does not, unfortunately. But granted, you know, Kyoshikawa is like the second coming of Christ for Inca for them. So that that's one thing. And unfortunately with Kyoshikawa, we'll we'll get onto this talk a little bit later, but you know, there hasn't been anyone of a younger generation to have really stepped up to his mantle. No one to become the successor for Inca and I might be wrong, mostly because of the fact that we it's a genre that we haven't really paid attention to, but I would love to be more into that, because I would love to hear more inspiring artists to see if they can take that spot, because it's something that I think for a genre that is like this for the Japanese music industry, it's very important to remember traditional music, and I think songs like these from Inca and Inca artists are very important overall for Japan and its culture.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that's very well said and I agree with you on that, so
0: And you know what, Ichimai no Kipu, I as much as I would want to believe that this is going to be Inca, it isn't. It's it's really modern Inca and I I it's it's something very interesting to hear and compare, which we'll do eventually of what is modern Inca and what is traditional Inca because his vocal style doesn't really rely on his trails of his words and how he sings and stuff like that not as much as you would hear for traditional Inca songs right?
1: Yes I I agree because you can tell the modern is, modernism in it compared to listening to traditional enka and in many ways and i think that's kind of what threw me off a little bit just because you know i mean it just it just didn't quite do it for me not that it was bad but in that regards you know when you hear a really good solid enka song and you know what that tradition means and how you know that's how enka is and then you hear you know modern enka you can hear the difference I mean, it's always, it's going to evolve at some point, but at the same time, you still really like that traditional aspect of it. Hmm. But yeah.
0: Regardless, Ichimai no Kipun sold wonderful 7,917 copies here. And going on up to number seven, it is Ratatat by Golden Child, a debuting Korean group into the Japanese market here. And... What did we think about this release? <laughs> Let's start with you, Gray.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I did not like this, and I, I just don't think you know when it comes to you know tracks like this and stuff like this. I think I've said this a million times, but I think it bears repeating. I'm not the target audience for this, and it just bears oh, yeah. the show. It, yeah, like, like this is not for me at all. And uh, I did not like Ratatat by Golden Child. It just to me there was nothing about it that was really appealing or redeeming. Uh, it it just wasn't for me. At the end of the day, I, I didn't like anything about it. The vocals were blase to me. The rap was okay. Uh, the uh, the the composition was barely there. I it just I just wasn't a big fan of Ratatat. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I get why this stuff is popular. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm certain we'll see a million other songs like this. So, you know, it is what it is, but it just wasn't for me.
1: So I didn't mind Ratatat. Tat I think for me, the redeeming part of it was there was one vocalist and there are 10 members in this group. And I honestly never heard A Golden Child until this point. That shows how out of the industry I am, because they've been around for quite some time. And one of the members reminds me of sung from Big Bang, and I think it was his, he is more of a smoky, like, raspy-ish voice, and that's what stood out, but that was the one part that stood out for me. The rap felt very, you know, just typical, your typical boy group, The you know, the type of singing rap mixture that we've seen time and time again but i think it was that one member's voice that just kind of brought me back to the days of big bang and their uniqueness and i i honestly think but, that was the redeeming part but you know,
0: the, you know the thing is with that you know every group is going to be chasing after that clout because big bang yes. is you know not to say anything about you know, BTS and their their news of their hiatus going on right now, but you know Big Bang was the group that every group was chasing after they,
1: prior. Yeah, they wanted to be. They were inspired to be and BTS was inspired by Big Bang. I mean that's why they are who they are because of Big Bang and I feel like Golden Child also displays that because I could hear the influences in tat Tat i think it was you know it was that one vocalist that kind of brought me back to that but at the same time i you know i see the this group also golden child feels kind of like this is a run-of-the-mill group you know i just like that one vocals did i download the song no um was there anything super unique about it just that one member's vocals to me and that was just because of you know like you said. They're trying to grab on to what Big Bang was, you know, and that popularity, you know, and draw those fans in. I am curious to hear a more vocal heavy track from them, you know, in the future. It would be very interesting because you can kind of hear, I will say, I don't know. Let's just say you can tell they are a they're just making their debut in a Japanese music industry. This is their second single, if I'm correct.
0: Yeah. This is. And their second y- single.
1: Yeah. And you, you can hear it that they're probably still trying to find their style over there too. Cause I feel like it takes so some groups, they get it. Some groups get it automatically girls generation, I think did a great job, you know, but I feel like golden child still trying to find that. Cause you can kind of hear, you can still tell they're bringing their, their korean style over to japan not like that's a bad thing i do see the you know how the what's it called the why a lot of people like that style so yeah. i have very mixed feelings on Ratatat. to be honest
0: yeah no personally this i mean uh gray hit it right on the head this the song isn't for me or my age this is this i immediately when you hear a composition start with this I automatically hate it. I'm just gonna... I'm just... I think it's so bland that you are making your beat and composition based on this. That it. That makes me so angry that I'm just like, really? Like, really? But, you know, I written this off as soon as I saw who they were. I wrote this off as 10 seconds in the song, so... Uh, I did not have a good time with this song. <laughs> and you know, Luna, if you found something to really hold on to for 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 that dish from that one vocalist because of the style, more power to you, but I just I just did not have a good time with Golden the child rat tat tat.
1: Yeah, no, and I understand like composition wise, it falls very flat. You know, but I will... Yeah, the, the only redeeming thing for me was that vocalist. And just because I've been listening to Big Bang recently, and I think that's why it really brought me back to... Oh, my God, it sounds just like Daesung. Is it Daesung? I looked it up. No, it's not.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's not. But, I, th- I think it would be a much bigger thing if Sun was in this room. Oh,
1: my God, yeah. yeah. But it just had that familiarity of you know, bring me back, but you can tell the age group for Tat." you're correct, really isn't for our age group. I, it, you know, and you can tell how music has changed since, you know, since then.
0: Yeah, we're just, we're just old people yelling at clouds at this point. <laughs> but, regardless, sold fairly well. 8,697 copies here. And going on up to number six, it is Bokunaka by Hinatazaka forty six. Not not much we can say about this release, cause I'm like really thinking because it's been a while since all three of us, but I'm pretty sure it was debuted with you, Grey, and then we continued it last week, Luna, right?
1: <laughs> yep. Yes we did.
0: Alright. Sounds about right. But this week it sold a lovely eight thousand eight hundred eighty-six copies here, and going on up to number five, it is Utando Prince Maji Love Stylish uh, Arts Idol songs by the wonderful or the the Maji Love Starish Tours Idol songs. Excuse me, because I I remember that from last time. So this is one of the continuing tracks that we probably will be hearing for a while where a lot of the single members from the season of Utado Prince-sama will be taking the stage. Now, what did we think of, of, of this release? Because I know you really liked the last release, Gray. Let's start with you.
2: Yeah, no. Uh I thought this was okay. Uh it wasn't I didn't feel like this release was as moving as their snow ballads. Uh but you know, it's fine. I, I think it it, it kind of ju- does the job. Like I said, I think this one was a little bit more lackluster uh yeah. and uh you know, that that's okay. Uh, obviously, you know, not everything's going to be a 10. And stuff. Although I didn't think Snow Palace is a ten, I, th- I think it's closer to a, like a seven. But uh, yeah, this is this is way more like in a five. Like this is kind of middle of the road. It, it does what it needs to do. I think it services its audience pretty well. Uh, but it's not rewriting the book. It's certainly not doing anything crazy or risky. Uh, it, it's okay. It, it's there uh, for the fans. I think this is more of a fan service released more than anything else but it's okay. i'm pretty sure
0: i'm pretty sure all their songs as of late have been fancierism <laughs> that's true that, that's
2: true i don't know that's snow ballad's one man that, that that pulled me in i thought that was a really good one but uh you know that that was, I think that was also one that, it was a little bit more focused on vocal performances, and that's why I think I liked it so much, was because it was a bit more of a vocal-intensive release, while this one's a bit more of your standard fare, so it's not as vocal.
1: So, hmm, so, with Utapri, uh, Uta I'm always torn, because there's some that I've really enjoyed, and i do like the variety the husbando type of thing you know i like that it's reverse harem and however this neither of these were appealing for me maji uh maji loves, uh story, story story
0: no it's that's the that's the series it's i oh. know bonaparte no oh.
1: um, i know about uh bonaparte part was just Mm, 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 mm. well i the the it was okay but something i thought i thought it was, was much better i
0: thought it was much better than with ding dong with ding Dong's vocals, oh,
1: dong was awful and i cringed as soon as i heard the vocals i heard sure, i'm like Ugh.
0: it's because uh, he started but, way too high than he needed to be
1: <laughs> yes and it irked me and i thought i know uh bonaparte was okay i mean it obviously was not my favorite however uh, it wasn't absolutely horrible it just wasn't my thing and i mean it was it was okay i, I there's other Utah no putty songs that i like i've liked way better
0: yeah and uh, i guess sprinkled in between what what luna just said here i think i know bonaparte is a much better well much more standard affair song here while you know with with ding dong that those that beginning high vocals really killed the mood for me and i really could not stand to continue listening to the song after <laughs> to be honest and i was like oh thank goodness it's a short song <laughs> but you know regardless this week's it sold a lovely 9531 copies here and going on up to number four it is gunjo no gen by kiyoshi kawa that is traditional ninka i mean he went back to traditional, Inga, which honestly i don't mind him doing as much as i don't i i i like his his affairs of doing pop, modern pop style of music I really think that Enka is his his bread and butter here, so... Let's start with you, Luna.
1: Oh, I agree. Enka, it really is his uh, bread and butter, and you can obviously hear that, and, I mean, I personally really liked...
0: Gunjo no (laughs) Gen?
1: Yeah, sorry, I don't remember that one. I I personally really like Gunjo no Gen. I mean... This is uh, Hikawa Kiyoshi's true form, and just hearing that, the power in his voice in it, I mean, yeah, it is, you're, you know, what you expect, you're the enka that uh, Kiyoshi Hikawa does, and I love that, because he's going back to that original form that everyone loves, and yes, I do enjoy his modern style, and when he does change it up, but that's not, you know, traditional enka, so hearing him do this just was really nice, and I felt like it was something I needed because it's been a while since he's he's done this.
2: Yeah, uh, for me, it's it is nice to hear a, a bit more of a traditional track from uh, Kiyoshi Akawa, But Gunjo, again, no uh, I, I don't know. M- maybe it's the mood, maybe or whatnot. It, it 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 didn't quite land for me. I I like I think it's an okay track, and you you know, Kiyoshi is is a masterclass uh, at his talent but I, I don't know i i felt like this one was you know like b- bread and butter inca the the still a phrase from ken uh, and you know, it's nice to hear it but uh for me i was like oh well, you know it, it's okay but i i don't I, I didn't feel it i wasn't really feeling it for for whatever reason so uh for me it, it it was it was okay. I think it's a solid track, especially if you like Inca. If you like more traditional Inca, I think you'll you'll there'll be a lot to like about it. Uh, but for me, I was like, well, you know, it's it's nice to hear it, but I just for like I said, I, it might have just been the mood I was in or something. But I just wasn't feeling it when I heard it, and uh, I I don't know if like I said, I, I'm I want to go back and listen to this track later, uh, like when I'm in a different mindset i think i might like it a bit more uh, but uh overall it was okay
0: yeah no and you know going back to you know traditional inca you know kiyoshi is a master class at that is craft here and while i do can hear the criticisms that you are bringing up here gray personally it's it's a great song and it's a returning song too that's, that's the thing it was first released back in February of all places and then it coming back in sales marketing well it really does turn heads because I'm like thinking to back when Kyoshi originally did this where he would, would release a song early on in the year it would come back for about a, like, a week or two like several months later and then reappear near the tail end of Kohaku and he would sing that song at the kawaku because i mean that's what he literally did for a lot of his older songs when he was traditionally only singing inca at the time during the 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 kawaku i mean he did that the year the two years prior two or three years prior that we did it yeah that was
2: his pattern and uh and uh also that i i know that was like when we were do- covering physicals and stuff so I, I wondered did he maintain that pattern and we just kind of didn't notice it because we, we switched over to digitals and
0: well i mean at that point he wasn't even releasing digital so we wouldn't see that oh, that's true too. anyway yeah but we wouldn't have noticed that pattern anyway only now Inca is really turning a leaf towards digital music so or the streaming era and i which said should say That makes yeah, sense. Th- yep. that was his pattern. Um, we wouldn't have been able to tell that during the years, that year, year and a half or two years that we were doing digitals. That what was the pattern for that? But well, I've noticed that he's have done this in the past. So R- regardless, Gunjo No Ken sold a wonderful eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy copies here and going on up to number three it is watashi by stones here now this is the first time that you are listening to this track gray so what did you think of watashi
2: yeah no uh this was fantastic and i i think this was stones doing what stones does best you know i i remember i I still remember when i came around the stones was when they were at the kohaku and and, you know i finally heard them harmonizing and singing and it was just kind of like this mind-blowing moment of like oh my gosh uh and and ever since that appearance man you know they've really been releasing tracks that i think that really are more in the vein of music that i really enjoy and watashi is man that, that it's near perfect it is so good the vocalization that each of the members brings the harmonization uh, that they do and the the composition that they're working with it all comes together to make this beautiful piece and I, i did i loved watashi i thought it was fantastic and i am i am so glad i got the chance to talk about it because my my lord like the only thing that would make it better is if it was available on apple music so i could just listen to it on repeat but uh, sadly it's not but still this is fantastic uh i I loved it and uh, i'm always eager to see what stones does next because i mean when they bring their vocal talent they are a force to be reckoned with. And uh, Watashi just shows that force in in full fury, so it it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, that's for darn sure. And I remember both me and Luna really loving this track as well, so I'm I'm glad that all three of us are in agreement with this, mostly because, you know, as of late, Stones has been really developing really quality works, and Watashi is just another gem on that that headstone, so to speak. But regardless, this week it's sold a lovely 19,413 copies here. And going on up to number two, it is Perfect by Ochpath. Now, this is the second release uh, done by the Produce 101 Season 2 members here. And, while I know all three of us did not like It's a Bop, because it is not a Bop, how do we feel about Perfect? Let's start with you, Gray.
2: Uh, This is a huge improvement over It's a Bop. I I loved Octopath. I think this was a wonderful release. I think all three tracks are fantastic. Perfect Wild and Rain are all really good i think wild and rain's a little better but perfect is really good it may not live up to its title (laughs) it's not a perfect song by any means but it's fun and it works and it does what it needs to do it's fun there's a lot of youthful energy in it and it's it's very catchy I, i think the vocal work in it is really good i like the rap Uh, near the end i think that's fantastic too uh overall i thought this was a solid uh production that came together really well and yeah it's a bop did leave a bad taste in my mouth but You know, Octopath really came out with their second release, and now I'm kind of like, okay, let's see what they got because I I think they really have something here. I don't think they'll ever be vocal powerhouses, you know, in the same vein that Stones is, but, you know, a fun idol group you know that there's plenty of room for that in the industry and i think these guys could live up to that perfectly and if they hit that mark i will i will be a fan so uh, i think perfect was great i think this is definitely what i would like to hear more from the group i mean Rain's a pretty really good track and that's more of a ballad and i, I thought that was really good so you know they're just getting started and I th- I really think there could be a bright future if they play their cards right.
1: I also actually really enjoyed Octopath. And being honest, I had no... I honestly did not think I would enjoy it. I absolutely thought It's a Bop was atrocious. And this was by far the biggest improvement and the biggest surprise because Perfect had great vocals. It had a good composition. It stood out. it was all, It also had it had this cutesy feel to it. And I honestly thought the track rain, which is the third one on there was a ballad was just amazing. I mean, it showed off their vocals. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed perfect. And the single as a whole, it just, they wowed me. I mean, it, I, I, I'm still kind of surprised about how much I enjoyed it. I, it's a fun, cute summer song, and I want them to do more stuff like perfect because this was fantastic.
0: Yeah the, this, you know, the thing is with Octopath, I, I still have some gripes with it. What I believe it is perfect. that does have the clapping composition in it, and that just triggered me beyond all all beliefs. In any such way. And. While it is a much better. Release than it's bop. It's. It still fell short. In my personal view. It's a much better release. I, I give them that. But overall. It wasn't doing it for me. And if it does. If it goes well with you guys. That's great. I mean that's great. That's great. Any, any sort of switch of opinion. That we can see towards the Produce 101 groups is a great thing to see but unfortunately that stigma was still carrying on with me and I could not enjoy this release to it's fullest maybe on a, a, a third or fourth viewing or listen I can probably get around to maybe liking it but I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon unfortunately you know it sold well regardless. It sold a wonderful 47,081 copies here, but it just fell short of the mark here with number one here, with Loser and Sanjushi by Good Old News here. Now, it's very interesting to talk about news because they lost a lot of members. It's only the the three of them now <laughs> and what did we think about this release let's start with you luna
1: so i was pretty surprised by loser and Sanju shi just just because i do like news but you know like ken said with the three members i liked Sanju shi a little bit better because i like the composition It had a cutesy feel to it it felt like a nice happy fun summer song summer ish I still thought Loser was solid to be honest though. Great vocals, great composition. I think this is a double win for News in general because I I thought both of them were solid despite me liking Sanjiushi a little better. But I mean, their members it hasn't hindered them that much. They've made it work with the three of them and they've done a great job.
2: Yeah, I th- I thought this is a really good release and yet you know, the, you know, they're able to come together and really, you know, Sanjushi, I think, really just kind of shows it's like, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're three best friends. We're in this together. Uh, that, that's a really good music video. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed Sanjushi. I thought that was actually, of the two, I, I liked that one a little bit more. Uh, Loser is pretty solid, though, by itself. I think that's a really good song overall uh sean sanjushi the, the, to, those, just took the spotlight a little bit and uh, i mean these these guys look like they were having the time of their life so uh, you know they're going to move forward it's just the three of them now and uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go from here uh, but you know they're definitely talented and they know what they're doing so it'll be eager to see what happens next
0: yeah i mean regardless it loser has its own gripes i i will admit that but sanjushi is pretty much where it's at with this release and i think that's what the only saving grace of this release it was good that it was a double a side i i will give it that much because i think if it was just loser by itself i don't think i would have enjoyed this single as much as i did but Regardless, it sold a wonderful 132 capes, or uh, 132,021 copies Here, let's go on over to the albums real fast just to take a peek here. If uh, the <laughs> Top Gun Maverick soundtrack is still on here, we got Cervantes Ray on here. We also got Darren Graves Pelagrius on here at number five. We also got oh, BTS Proof. At number one, which would probably explain the reason why that it the single sold as much as it did. Half a mil is no joke, man.
1: No, it isn't. And I actually saw copies of it at Target too. And that album ain't cheap.
0: Oh no, it's not. <laughs> I bet it's not. But regardless, I want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Engaku to You. You can follow us on all social media websites on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the website at ongakutu.cam. You can also follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash you Hunter, K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also check out Timbertav, who is a variety streamer in and of himself. You can check them out at twitch.tv slash timberteft T-I-M-B-E-R-T-E-F-T You can also check out your sister Luna Rose at twitch.tv slash rainstar kitty R-A-I-N-S-E-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y You can also check out Fangirl Has No Name who is a accomplished author (laughs) and I can't wait to do the audible version of her book fairly soon so get it to New York Times bestseller Please, I really want to do it. It's a passion project of mine. But you can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Fangirl, Kyo and Timber talk about the gaming industry called Podasaurus. This week we talked about the not E3E3 e3 specials. So if you guys want to hear both me and Kyo's takes about not e3 e3 Go check it out there by looking up Crowley Hunter. same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can follow me on Twitter at otyken one where I talk about Bang Dream, Ina Aiba, Robo, and Joshi-Pro Wrestling. Where can we follow you, Gray?
2: You can follow me on Twitter at OngakagrayWord. What I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there.
0: And you, Luna?
1: You can follow me on several of the social medias, such as Twitter, Letterbox, my anime list, Anime Planet, as Lunamaria87. And you can follow me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna, where I post what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, and photos of my cats.
0: But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ungekidiyu. I'm your saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Ja matane!
2: And this is great. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.